0: Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm Jenny Peterson, a stay-at-home mom of three, turned six-figure social media influencer, turned CEO of my own seven-figure product-based business. I'm obsessed with all things online business, online marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and social selling. Why am I spilling all my secrets? Because I believe when we all do better, we all do better. Let's dive in. Oh, I am so excited that you pressed play on this one. Have you heard of the lucky girl syndrome trend? I am flipping out about this trend. I am so excited. I'm seeing it mostly on TikTok spilling over into a couple other social media platforms. But finally, something good out of TikTok, something that I can get behind. Stick with me here. Stick with me. Because I know that somebody is listening to this and they're going, mm, that's too woo-woo for me. I'm done. Peace out. A-town. My brain 24-7 all the time. Stay with me because the truth is these precious little baby angels over on TikTok did not invent some new phenomenon, lucky girl syndrome. It's just been given a different name. They stumbled upon universal laws that are backed by science. Science supports this. There are studies and research that support this. It's important for you to know about lucky girl syndrome and how you can actually trick your brain into working for you instead of against you. I'm telling you, if you're listening to this right now, it's for a reason. You didn't just happen across this by chance. You're meant to hear this because this could be the thing that changes your life. And if you've never heard about it before, no worries. You were meant to hear about it today. I have TikTok pulled up on my phone. Hashtag lucky girl syndrome at the time of this recording has 152 million views. I looked up the same hashtag on Instagram, a thousand. So it is starting to spill over into other platforms. The week that I release this podcast, I'm going to be talking about Lucky Girl Syndrome on my Instagram account. So if you have not yet followed me over there, you can find me at Jenny underscore Peterson and come and say hello, please. Because sometimes this podcast feels very one-sided, but we can actually connect on social media and that's what's so exciting. Lucky Girl Syndrome is basically telling yourself and believing That you are the luckiest person in the world, that the universe has your back, that everything works out for you in your favor, that you are attracting good things into your life. And you can look up affirmations online that you can say to yourself, things like, I always get what I want. What is meant for me will always find me. Everything always works out for me. But the real trick is you can't just tell yourself these things. You actually have to believe them. Because if you say to yourself, I'm so lucky, everything always works out. But then in your mind, you're like, mm, I don't really believe that. It's not gonna work for you. The truth is, this is blowing up on TikTok now as this like new thing, but it has been around for years. What these girls have stumbled upon isn't new. It is universal laws, the law of attraction the law of assumption, it's manifesting. And for those of you who are like, "Mm, I don't buy it. It's backed by science. I love geeking out about this. I love geeking out about the research and the brain. Ask my daughters. I talk their ear off about this. And this is exactly what I did after I saw the lucky girl syndrome trend, picked my girls up from school. And I'm like, Have you seen Lucky Girl Syndrome? Let me tell you why it works. So let's dive into it. Let's dive into the part that excites me the most, the science-backed research that we have about the brain. You see, you and I, we have something in our brain called the reticular activating system. It's a network of neurons located in the brainstem, and what it does is it filters out information It acts as a filter for our brain. So 24-7, we have millions of millions pieces of information flying at us. We can't process it all. So the reticular activating system, I'm gonna call it RAS for short, filters out what is important and allows that to come through, allows us to think about that stuff, brings it to our attention. And it also blocks out what is not important. Let me give you a couple of examples. It is the reason why when my husband decided that he wanted to buy a Corvette First of all, I didn't even know what a Corvette looked like. I had never seen one in Utah before, but once he decided that he wanted to buy a Corvette and he picked out the color, it's going to be red. I started seeing Corvettes everywhere. I was like, what, where did all these Corvettes come from? Does everybody in Utah drive a Corvette? And he was on like a waiting list and had to wait two years to get his Corvette. But I just kept seeing them everywhere. So what happened? Did everybody just all of a sudden up and get a Corvette? No, the Corvettes were always there, but I didn't see them. I didn't notice them before. Why? Because my reticular activating system was blocking them out. But once I decided that this is an important piece of information, we're getting a Corvette. This is so exciting. My reticular activating system took over. This is important to Jenny. And I started seeing Corvettes everywhere. I kid you not, I probably see a Corvette every single day. I see the red Corvettes. I see the blue Corvettes. I see the yellow Corvettes. I see the black Corvettes, the white Corvettes. They're everywhere. At my friend is the RAS, the reticular activating system at work. The RAS filters information. It's It shows us what we deem as important and it blocks out the information that we have deemed as unimportant. It's the reason why when you're wanting to have a baby, all of a sudden you see pregnant women everywhere. All of a sudden you see babies everywhere. It's the reason why when you see a bag that you want, all of a sudden you start seeing that bag everywhere. Does everybody have this bag? The most exciting part of this is, is we, you and I, we're in control of our reticular activating system. And if you don't even know about it yet and you don't feel like you're in control about it yet, it is so easy to reprogram your RAS in real time. One of the best visual examples I can give you about the RAS and how it works, I heard from Mel Robbins and she described the RAS as like a bouncer at a really popular hopping nightclub. It's bussin'. That's what my son would say. Think of your brain as the nightclub, an exclusive nightclub. The RAS is the bouncer, and outside of the nightclub is a long line of people waiting to get in. Think of those people all of those people that are wanting to get into this popular nightclub as all of the information that is flying at you every single day of your life. Your RAS is the bouncer. And it's the one that decides like, Hey, you come forward, skip the line. You're coming in. You get into the nightclub. You, nope, not important. You're going to wait. The bouncer has a guest list. And the best part is you get to decide who and what is on the guest list. What is getting in? Once you write your guest list, you give it to your RAS bouncer, they are going to find the things that are important to you and allow them in, allow you to see them, allow you to think about them, and block out all of the other stuff. You see, the brain is designed to protect us, to keep us safe. And the RAS is in charge of the fight or flight response. It's designed to keep us safe. It's the reason why a caveman would all of a sudden see a tiger. And think, run. It's there to protect us. It's there to keep us safe. All this other information, this can wait a second. You have a real tiger in front of you, life or death here. You need to fight or flight in this moment. The RAS is also the reason that whenever you're in a crowded room or maybe you're at a large event and it's really loud and there's so many people having so many different conversations, but you can hear somebody in that crowd shout your name why? Because your name's important to you. You've told your RAS, my name's important to me. So in a crowded room where there's lots of noise, if somebody shouts my name, I'm going to hear it. You're basically telling your RAS, hey, my name on the guest list, important. Allow that information in. And the bouncer's like, yep, you got a boss. Isn't that fascinating? This is why I'm so excited because once you know about the RAS and understand how it works, you can actually get it to work in your favor. So let's go back to the lucky girl syndrome. It's basically programming your RAS that, Hey, I'm lucky. Good things happen to you. And what your RAS will then go to do on your behalf. It will go to work for you to find evidence, to find situations and things that prove, you know what? You are lucky. You got the the parking spot right by the front door. This happens to me all the time, by the way. It's one way that I use my RAS. This is what I use my brain for. I kid you not. I always park in the front. I always park in the front. I am so lucky and I call it to my kids. I'm like, VIP parking. We here. Look, they saved this spot just for us. Even if I'm running late, which I normally am, by the way. I have time blindness. Thank you, ADHD. We can do a whole episode about ADHD if you want. Even though I'm normally running late, I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to hit evergreen light and I'm going to get a parking spot in the front. It's okay. And guess what? I hit evergreen light and I park in the front every time. Is that crazy? It sounds crazy. It sounds delusional. Guess what? It works. Like I said before, lucky girl syndrome has been around for years. This is just a new name for it because not only is it backed by science, because the RAS, the filter that filters out information that's important and unimportant, is real and you can program that filter, but it is also going to the law of attraction and the law of assumption. Law of attraction is a philosophy that suggests positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life and vice versa. Negative thoughts bring negative outcomes, right? Have you ever met somebody who's always optimistic, always positive, and they see the bright side of everything. They don't even see the negative. They're almost annoyingly positive. You ever seen that person? On the flip side, have you ever seen like a Debbie Downer? And all she can focus is on the things that are going wrong in her life. And here's the truth. The truth. What you focus on grows. This is something that I tell myself. What you focus on, what I focus on, grows. So if I am focusing on negative things, I'm going to see more negative things. The RAS is like, got it, boss. Negative things important. Here's some more negative things. Look at all the negative things. And it's going to block out all the positive things that are actually happening. Something else that I tell myself and my children all the time is I will always find what I'm looking for. You will find what you're looking for. I have an example. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but when my daughter was little, she struggles with a lot of anxiety. Bless her heart. She gets that from my side of the family. She hated going to the store with me. And I'm talking like the grocery store. She was afraid of something. And it took some like digging to find out what it was. And what I discovered after talking to her is she hated going grocery shopping because she always saw the cover's of scary horror films. Now, she wasn't watching these scary shows. Press and I actually don't do scary shows, so there is rarely a scary movie on in this house. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter where we went. She always found and saw something that scared her. And then she would have nightmares about it. And so this is when I realized, oh my gosh, she's programmed her RAS to find scary things and show them to her. And I explained this to her when she was really little. And I said, baby, you're always going to find what you're looking for. Do you think you're looking for these things? Because I go to the same stores with you and I never have seen the cover of a scary movie. And even at a young age, she totally got it. And she was like, oh my gosh, mom, I think I'm looking for the scary things. And well, you know what happened? She stopped looking for the scary things. You find what you're looking for. She told her RIS, she didn't know she that's what she was doing at the time. She told her brain, the filter in her brain, I don't want to see scary things. I want to see positive things. I want to th- see things that make me feel good. And from that moment on, from that conversation on, she stopped seeing scary images everywhere. She stopped having nightmares It's that simple. And I know it sounds so simple, but it really is that simple that a child can do this. We can program our RAS in real time. In real time. We can reprogram it. If you don't like the program that's on, if you don't like who's on the guest list, you write the guest list. You can change it and you can change it in real time. The lucky girl syndrome also taps into the law of assumption. And the law of assumption is a theory that maintains that what we assume to be true will eventually manifest in our lives. It means manifesting our desires by having a state of mind and the feeling that those desires, wishes, and aspirations have already been fulfilled. It's basically the belief that everything's going to work out in your favor, that the universe has got your back. Or if you're like me and you're a Christian, God has your back. I believe that God has a plan for my life. He's already worked out the details of my life. All I have to do is to submit to his will and to stay close to the spirit so I can be guided and directed. I know that people call it all different kinds of names, the universe, source. For me, I call it God. For me, this is very spiritual. Not only is it like intellectual in the brain, that's exciting, but it's very spiritual for me. Like I believe that we are sons and daughters of a loving heavenly father. I believe that he knows everything. He knows all past, present, future. I believe that he created me to become someone great and he placed greatness inside of me. I believe that this life, we are here on this world to try our best to become the best versions of ourselves that we can be, to, to do our best to become who God designed us to be. I also believe that God brings people into my life and takes people out of my life in his timing in his way, in his planning, just like he brings in new experiences and take things out of my life as well. One that just happened. Talked about this last week on the podcast. I lost my Facebook page. I was devastated, literally devastated and probably depressed for over a month, crying about it all the time. How could this happen to me? And then I had a very real realization. I can't remember if I shared this or not in the last episode. I was crying in the shower. I was feeling very sorry for myself why did this have to happen? And I was praying, why did this have to happen? And let's address the elephant in the room. If you're thinking it's just a Facebook page, like why would you be depressed and crying in your shower about a Facebook page? I had a couple of people message me and say things like, you need to get your priorities straight. It's just a Facebook page. Why are you crying? Why are you breaking down over social media? And I was like, your Facebook page is just a Facebook page. This is how I provide income for my family. It was the source of a multiple six-figure income for me. It also represented years of hard work, of showing up day in and day out, building a following of over 100,000 followers, And it was where I was most connected with my followers and it brought me the most joy. I love going live over there. I love connecting with those women. A lot of those women have been with me for several years. A lot of those women aren't on TikTok. A lot of those women aren't even on Instagram. I have told those women on my live videos, like, you're my peeps, you're my OGs, you know everything about me. Like I share things with you that I don't share with people in real life. And I had a real connection to those women and they were honestly my best friends. I can't even talk about it without losing it. Like, seriously, I'm still like mourning the loss a little bit. Okay, stop. We got to get control. Okay, we got to stop this right now. And I'll tell you why in a second. So literally, when I lost my Facebook page, and you can you can still hear it in my voice, devastated. Devastated. And I tried to get it back. And this is why we talk about building on platforms and places that you can control. I don't own Facebook. I don't own my Instagram account. Neither do you. It can be gone in a second. And if you're not building in other places, it's devastating when it happens. Like I wish I had put the same amount of time, energy and attention into building my email list and building my text messaging list as I did in growing a following on Facebook because it's gone. I will step off my soapbox about that and I will link episodes where I have talked about how to build a text messaging list, and email list in the show notes. So I'm crying in the shower. I'm having a moment of self-pity and praying. And I have the spirit whisper to me, do you trust God? And, I'm, and of course I'm like, yeah, of course I trust God. Then why are you crying in your shower? Do you trust that God has a plan for you and for your life? Yes, I do. Do you really? Because if you really trusted, it, That God has a plan for you and He's in the details of your life and He knows exactly what's gonna happen. He's not surprised that you lost your Facebook page. He knew that was gonna happen. If you really trust in His plan, in His timing, in His goodness, then you wouldn't be crying in your shower. What if this too is a blessing in disguise? You were spending a lot of time on that Facebook page, a lot of time, energy, and attention with affiliate partnerships for other companies that you don't own, building their companies, getting paid a very small percentage, companies where they did not appreciate you, (laughs) like, you're spending your time doing that. What if God took this from you? What if this is a blessing in disguise? Now you have all this extra time, energy, and attention that you can pour into your own business. (laughs) Like when I say it, it sounds like, duh, but I did not get it. I did not get it. It took losing my Facebook page for me to realize, wait a second, what am I actually doing? Why am I working so hard to build other people's companies when I could be taking that time and building my own business? I know it sounds like a no-brainer, but in that moment, when I had that thought, I changed my mindset. I changed my reticular activating system. And I started thinking, you know what? This is a blessing in disguise. How lucky am I that I have this time now that I can pour into something else? Something better is coming. God removed this from me to make room for something even better. And I truly believe it. And that might sound delusional, but I have seen the hand of God in my life and in my business before. Things that happened that I was like, why? And at the time it seemed like devastating and I was scared and I didn't know how we were going to make it. It always turned out so much better and it was meant to happen in the way that it happened because life happens for us, not to us. How did we get on this tangent? I know how we got on this tangent. I was talking about the law of assumption, which is manifesting desires that we have by being in state. A feeling that those desires, wishes, aspirations have already been fulfilled. The universe is conspiring in my favor. It's all going to work out. Something better is coming. And to start living and stepping in that future moment now. Let's say that I called you up. I'm like, hey, girl, hey. Um, We're going to go to Hawaii, okay? So pack your bags. We're going to go to Hawaii. I'll meet you there. Here's your plane ticket. What would you do? You would start getting excited for your upcoming trip. You would start packing for your upcoming trip. You would start asking people like, what do you do in Hawaii? What are your favorite things to do? You'd start signing up for stuff, right? You would go get your spray tan and your nails done. You would start doing what you needed to do to start preparing yourself for that trip for that experience. The law of assumption is kind of like preparing for a trip that you haven't even booked yet, that you don't even know how you're going to afford it yet, but it's somewhere that you want to go. It's like taking those next steps to prepare because you know that it's for you. And eventually you are going to go to that place The screensaver on my phone, I wasn't going to talk about this, but the screensaver on my phone is my vision board. And on my vision board, I have a picture of the Eiffel tower. My husband and I have talked about, Hey, we want to go back to Paris and we're actually going to Dubai next month. I've never been. If you've ever been, you better hit me up on Instagram because I need to know what to do, all the things. And guess where we are flying through to get to Dubai, Paris, France. So my husband called up the airline and said, Hey, what do we, what do we need to do? Instead of having like a five hour layover in Paris, France to have like a couple day layover. And honestly, I think it only costs like 200 extra dollars to stay two days in Paris, France. We're going. It, it was it's on my vision board and now I get to take it off. Isn't that Amazing. And if I was practicing lucky girl syndrome, how lucky am I? Like, what are the odds? What are the odds that that's where we would be going through? I'm so lucky. The universe has my back. God has my back. Everything works out for me. Everything works out in my favor. It sounds funny when you say these things to yourself. And when you start saying these things to yourself, you might even have some resistance and not believing it. But the key is you actually have to believe it also I love having a vision board because that is helping me to program my RAS. I look at my phone. I don't even know how many times a day. And every time I open up my phone, what do you think I see everything on my vision board, including that Eiffel tower, including that Eiffel tower. Guess what that does for my reticular activating system. Oh, Paris, France is important. We're going to find a way to get there. Now we talked a little bit about what you focus on grows and you're always going to find what you're looking for, right? So if you're always looking at the glass half empty, you're always going to continue to see the glass is half empty and you're going to focus on the negative things. If you're focusing on the glass is half full and you're the kind of person that's focusing on the positive, you're only going to see the positive gratitude journal is something that can really help you program your RAS and doing a gratitude journal is a goal that I am giving myself that I want to start doing. My son is 10 My husband challenged him and his cousin to do a gratitude journal every single day. I think he's on day seven and he loves it. And I love it because he brings me his little journal at the end of the night. And here, mom, you can read it if you want to. And secretly, he wants me to read it. I love the things that he is writing down, but what is that doing? That's programming his RAS to look for things throughout the day that he's grateful for that he can write down in his journal. And what you focus on grows. When you focus on gratitude, guess what? You're going to be seeing more things that you are grateful for. I have had a gratitude journaling practice in the past and I have gotten out of a lot of my good habits, unfortunately. And it's one of those things that I want to pick up back up because it's so easy. And it's one of the ways that I love to start my day because you literally start just writing everything down that you're grateful for. It t- doesn't take very long and feeling the feeling of being grateful for those things. And it just really helps put you in the right state of mind. And it also helps you to program your RAS to look for things to be grateful for. Another reason why it is so important to know about the RAS, to know about the reticular activating system in the brain and to know about law of attraction, law of assumption, all of those things is because just like it can work out in a positive way, You can absolutely program it to be in a negative way. Have you ever heard of Murphy's Law? I didn't hear of Murphy's Law until my sister married a boy with the last name of of Murphy. And he was like, yeah, I'm so-and-so Murphy, you know, like Murphy's Law. And I was like, say what? What's Murphy's Law? Murphy's Law is the notion that everything that could go wrong will go wrong. Murphy's Law was created or coined by... Somebody with the last name of, you guessed it, Murphy. And a lot of people live this way and they might not even know it. They operate under Murphy's law that if something could go wrong, it will. That everything is going to go wrong. They think of worst case scenarios. But what if we flipped that? Why is it so easy for us to believe something like Murphy's law? But on the flip side, we might have a hard time of believing lucky girl syndrome What if we flipped it instead of saying, if anything can go wrong, it will. What if you flipped it and said, if anything can go right, it will. What if everything goes wrong? Flip it. What if everything goes right? I actually just realized that I, I don't even know where this came from in my life, how I developed this belief, but I I know I've told my husband about it and it's the rule of threes. And I've told him before, I've told other people before, it's something I actually believed that somebody told me, I can't remember who or where it came from, that if something bad happens to you, there's a rule of threes and three things are going to happen bad to you. It sounds so stupid when I say it out loud. I don't even know if it's a thing or if anybody else believes this. But for some reason, I latched onto that as, oh, that must be true. So what would happen if something bad happened to me? You better believe it. It always happened in threes. And here's the thing. Is that a coincidence or is that because I have programmed that into my reticular activating system? Something bad happened. You better find two other things that happened to make that rule of threes thing true. What if instead of saying good things happen in threes, lucky things happen in threes, something lucky happened today. Oh my gosh, I'm going to expect two more lucky things to happen. Something good happened and good and unexpected to happened today. I'm going to look for two other good things that are going to happen because it always happens in threes. I honestly can't believe that I used to believe that for straight up used to believe that. And it probably was just a self-fulfilling prophecy because what I was doing is I was programming my reticular activating system to look for bad things in threes. And the thing is, is I don't even know if that's a thing. Someone probably just made that up and told it to me, like, Murphy's Law, yeah, I have heard of that. You can Google that. This bad things happen in threes thing, I'm going to have to Google it right now. I don't even know if that's a thing. But guess what? It's not a thing. It's a thing if you believe it. If that's what you program your RAS, that bad things happen in threes, That it will be a thing for you. But if you program your RAS of good things happen in threes, if I can believe that bad things happen in threes... I can certainly believe that good things happen in threes. Okay, so I know this is a lot of information and this is all fine and dandy. And we've talked about the law of assumption. We've talked about the law of attraction. We've talked a little bit about manifesting. We've talked about the lucky girl syndrome and the reticular activating system in our brain that supports this. Now, how are we going to put this into practice today? I have an experiment for you and I can't take credit for this experiment, I got it from Mel Robbins. I got it from her high five habit book, which is so good by the way. And also I love her other book, the five second rule. One of my favorite books of all time in her high five habit book. She challenges the reader to put this into practice and to program their RAS to find a natural occurring heart shape throughout the day. And what's going to happen is if you tell your RAS that you want to find a naturally occurring heart shape, and it can be a, a rock, a leaf, a pattern in your rug, it could be on somebody's shirt, it could be a cloud in the sky, it could be so many different things. Look for heart shapes throughout the day. You will find heart shapes. Why? Because you're telling the bouncer, the filter, your RAS, heart shapes are important. Find me some heart shapes. And the the bouncer goes, all right, boss, heart shapes are important. Here's a heart shape. Here's a heart shape. Here's a heart shape. And here's the thing. Just test it. You might feel so stupid, but just have an open mind and actually test it. And you will find a heart shape today. You know what happened after I started thinking about that today? I went into my closet and I found a shirt that I forgot that I owned and it has a big giant heart on it. And I was like, what are the odds You know what else happened? I'm looking at the texture of my wall right now. And right in front of me is a heart shape in the texture on my wall. You will start seeing hearts everywhere. And that is proof to you that you can rewire. You can program your RAS to find what you want it to find. You're in charge of the guest list. You're in charge of telling your RAS what is important. Once you tell your RES what is important, your brain will work for you instead of against you. So I challenge you to do this. Look for a heart shape today. When you find it, because you're going to find it, take a picture, tag me on Instagram, Jenny underscore Peterson. We can freak the freak out together. It's really cool, but it's really cool to test it in real time and see how fast you can actually train your brain to work in your favor. So the good news is lucky girl syndrome, girl, it's real. It is real. And I hope that you try it. Even if you're skeptical, I hope that you just try it. Try it for seven days. Look up lucky girl affirmations. Really believe that something amazing and lucky and unexpected is going to happen to you each day. And then when it does, and it can be the simplest thing, Getting the VIP parking spot in front of the grocery store <laughs> Give me the smallest thing. Take a moment and acknowledge it. Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. My VIP spot is reserved. It can be the simplest thing. For example, my daughter wanted a Stanley for Christmas. One of the only things, that, no, that's a lie. She wanted everything for Christmas. She's my daughter that wants everything. She wanted Stanley for Christmas. I waited. I knew that that Dick Sporting Good had gotten a new shipment of Stanley's, but I didn't go right away. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to get the Stanley that she wants and the color that she wants. And you know what? There was one left on the shelf. Guess who got it? This lucky girl right here. Celebrate the small lucky things that happened to you and the bigger ones, and teach your kids. Teach your kids. I taught my daughters about this. Kids can understand this information. They really can. Lynn started telling herself, I'm so lucky. Good things happen to me. Everything works out in my favor. Yesterday, she was not feeling very well. It's that time of the month. She's having cramping. And she was like, I really don't want to go to work today. And she couldn't find anybody to take her shift. And as she's leaving, I'm like, don't worry you're probably gonna get off early because things happen for you. Like good things happen to you. You're so lucky. And guess what? She was supposed to get off at nine. She texted me literally like 30 minutes later and she's like, hey, guess what? My boss said I can get off at five. What? What? Lucky, right? As you haven't experienced your own lucky girl moments, tell me over on Instagram, I would love to celebrate those with you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Please hit the subscribe button so we can hang out again in the future. And if you want me to text you when a new episode drops, you can text me the word podcast to 385-220-8658. I love you and I will see you inside the next episode.